Welcome to another episode of the Havana Cafe Sessions podcast. Um, we've got a new guest this today. Along the, I'll let her introduce herself in a, in a second, but um, it's uh, it's always interesting now the sort of new format that we're doing and having a different co-host in, so we have to get to know each other a little bit and get to know the audience some, so they know who you are, and um, and then we'll introduce the topic. So, do you want to? Give us a, a feel for who you are first, your name, really. Yeah, That's so probably I'm, a good, good I'm bit. I'm Vicky. That's a good place to start, That's the a name. Good, it is a good place. So I'm Vicky Dean. Um, I'm a mum of two boys. Not so young anymore. Young, young well, growing boys. Right. Uh, I, I work. Um, obviously do my juggling as well. So I work looking after the boys. Quite an active person. So I'm just thinking, last week we had Amy on, and we were talking about this idea about, you know, being able to do it all can women really do it all so you're already laying out a scenario for me (laughs) where you're doing like everything you're like super mom you're like working full-time because you work full-time i do yeah and you have the the two two kids yeah that you look after and and i'm sure there's all the activities and things that they've got to go to and the school stuff you got to get them ready for plays all that kind of stuff homework and all that jazz (laughs) and then you've got your own world as well like your hobbies and stuff because you got to still be you yeah Yeah. i like well no that and that's it for me i have to have an identity as well as being a mum yeah um i like to be known for for doing other things so yeah it's it's important to me like yes i do like to do everything you like to do it all (laughs) which is cool and we have a little bit of a history together and uh, we worked in the same place. Well, in fact, when I first came over, I came over for some joint venture that was happening, and we were on, on that same sort of project together. Um, and then we, we weren't in the same department, but we worked for the same company. But you were into the physical stuff then as well, because I was all still, you know, nearly fresh out of the military, so I was all still kind of gung-ho and wanting to do all that, running around in the woods and mountains and stuff. And... Uh, you volunteered for that kind of torture. I what was up with that? Yeah, no, well, that's it. I remember, I remember it. I remember we did the three peaks challenge and uh, with a group of us. And, oh, yeah, uh, that's right. We did the... Because uh, th- you, you used to... We did the mountain stuff together. We did we the did three, climb, three yeah. peaks challenge. We did the Microsoft challenge we did. together. I don't even know. How did you let me r- rope you into those things? Oh, no, I volunteered. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, if there's anything to do with activities, that, that would have been yeah. me. And actually, the fact that we were doing it with our work colleagues was even better. Because, I mean, those, those things were... I mean, the, the three peaks challenge for people that doesn't know it's climbing the uh, three highest mountains in the United Kingdom in a 24-hour period um, and in the Microsoft Challenge that was over several days wasn't it but it's it one was. of these adventure races that encompassed a variety of tasks both mental and physical because was I remember the always a highlight for me is the uh, uh, in the auditorium we were playing against the three British chess champions and they were playing against all the teams. It was like something like 36 teams in there. It was. Yeah. Chess masters, wasn't they? they yeah, that was. That was good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was that was pretty cool. And then just our normal sort of getting ready and training for those sorts of things, playing out in the mud and all that other good stuff. Yeah. yeah. So that's that was it. Wind, wind and rain. They used to take us Wind out. and rain, that's Absolutely. right. It, that's it. It doesn't stop, does it? It's a wind, rain, sleet, hail, doesn't matter. That's <laughs> it. All right, so what do we want to talk about today? Today, I think we, we were going to have a chat about resilience, yeah. um, but in particular around something that's probably I'm quite passionate about, is about, about being positive, being resilient, 
um, and something that's uh, at the moment come to the forefront again and it's, it's around bullying right um, so rather than thinking of bullying about being a bad thing it's about how to turn it around um, how to make it into a positive whether it's yourself or somebody that you can see um, is going through that particular thing at that time so that's what I'd like to talk about okay. today okay alright so let's just get into it then let's go okay. for it so what's the what's the setup what's the context so, so really, if you think about it, whether you're a, you know, whether it's a child or an adult, at, at some point, um, people will have experienced either being bullied or actually do, doing it themselves, probably not realising that they've, they've, they've actually done that until something comes to a head. Um, and the stats do say it's one in four ch- children will go through at some point um, and some aspects of bullying. Um, and a lot of them do take it through to adulthood and, and sometimes still bear the scars. So, right. so it is just about how, rather than sort of bearing those scars, how to turn it around to a positive, learn from it and move on. Um, and what, what um, if we were sort of defining bullying for me, because you just said a moment ago, which was interesting, that some people maybe have gone through it but don't really know that, they're, that it's happening to them in that way. So how, do, how what's a, a sort of a common place to... Yeah. Could get a sense for what bullying is, or if you're. Yeah. Part. I mean, the easy stuff, like not the easy stuff, but you know, I can remember as a kid, and you know, you're in the playground, and someone's just picking on somebody that's weaker than them, kind of thing. But it takes all different forms. Bullying does. It does. You're right, and I think, and I think this is this is where the context is. It, it's it's something that's happening to you. Um, it's an act of another that makes you feel unhappy, sad, hurt. Um, and it could be, you know, um, repeated. And they, those repeated instances could get worse. It could start with silly things like name-calling or not being involved or being excluded. Um, and, and, you know, as sometimes as time goes on, and it does sometimes happen, uh, the, the, the bully may get a little bit braver and may move to something more physical if right. nothing intervenes. Because you tend to think of, at least I tend to think of bullying as a physical thing. Mm. So, you know, the stuff that as a kid, you know, the, some bigger guy picking on a littler person but it's a physical sort of shove or taking their lunch money or something like you know that kind of physical aspect but there's a there's a lot of mental yeah. aspect to it that you know some especially with kids because kids sometimes just you know te- you know they see it as teasing or making fun of or um but maybe not quite see the extent that it could have on the, the other person that's right, and, and you're right. So you've got you've got cyberbullying now, which is obviously something that perhaps we weren't aware of as, as kids ourselves. Yeah. But certainly, that's one extra thing to think about now. Um, and it could be it could be exclusions, it could be name calling, it just it, you know it could be starting off rumours, um, you know things that have happened to my son. It could be things like um, they suddenly don't have their lunchbox because somebody's hidden the lunchbox or their PE kit, so they, they become excluded and, and, and feel awkward. So it, it's, it's repeated behaviour like that, which yeah. um, could make... And again, it's just down to how does that make the individual feel? Because I was always uh, um, anti... But I, like, I, 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 I hate bullies. <laughs> so I was always... So I was a, you know, I was a fairly you know, big guy, physical guy in school as well. I've, I always felt the need to champion the sort of underdog or people that were on the other end of bullying because I just it just for some reason just really something that really just drives me nuts when I see yeah. someone being bullied but you um, don't always see that you see that, yeah, and that no, and that's yeah, the other thing to think about yeah. so that, that's probably more the physical thing mm. but there'll be small signs when you can see other people are being bullied just by about how they're at because you might not ever be there to see 
the exclusions or the name yeah, calling. Yeah. So, so it is. It is. Yeah. About so you that. said that your son was experiencing this. So what was that? Yeah. How did how? What was the sort of context for around that, and how did you sort of make help him through that? Okay. That's for the space. Yeah. So, so my my son's um, so his name's Alfie. He's my eldest, and he's uh, he's a very gentle, uh, very calm um, individual. Right. Um, can tend can be a tendency to be quite shy. Um, so, so so fit for him. We we found out in his primary years, um, he was being bullied, and it, and it was it started off around him wearing his glasses, um, obviously name calling the usual, um, always snatching his glasses so he couldn't see. Um, now, we, we did deal with that with the school, but I think what's happened over time, which is obviously the bit I wanted to chat to chat about today, is that that will never go away. So Alfie and, and myself dealt with that at school, and he's now moved into senior school. So obviously he's, um, he deliberately picked a school that would be not where these individuals would go, thinking a fresh start. Um, mm. But he has experienced again. So, it, so it, you know, for me, that's where the realisation is actually being a parent don't just go in and solve that particular scenario it's about actually how we can help how I can help Alfie learn cope turn it into a positive and that's that's pretty much what we've worked in sort of over the last 12 months uh, when he's since he's joined the senior school um, so he's, he's had a couple of instances since and, and so I've got a couple of tips and things that, that obviously we've okay. learned together yeah. really yeah. Um, and that and that's the thing so Alfie's was, has been a mix of physical and um, other types of bullying. So the first type of thing that he had was, was um, exclusions and, and name-calling, which did turn into something a bit more physical. Now, um, anybody that knows my son knows he doesn't like to make a fuss. Um, so I actually kept that to himself quite some time. All right. How did, how did you first figure out that something was wrong? Because, uh, like, you know, the kid, I mean, kids, we, we don't necessarily want to talk to our parents. They kind of want to hide it. And it sounds like your son is one adult maybe just internalise it and not let people know what's happening. So how did you... Yeah, and that's it. And Alfie does like to internalise things and, and, and think of himself how he can cope. Um, but Alfie's personality changed. Um, and at first I didn't know whether it was just because he'd changed school. Um, but at, but as, as over time, so he got quite argumentative uh, when he was at home. So almost like where he was relaxing at home, got a little argumentative... He tended to get a little bit more stressed towards the end of Sunday. And I thought, okay, okay gotcha. there's, yeah. there's, there's a bit of a bit of a flag there, and took a long time to get ready for school in the morning, um, and almost seemed to be a different person when he come home from school. Almost as if that's over, and actually the next morning the cycle started again. So I knew it was something to do with school. Um, tried quite a lot of times to chat to him, and I'd noticed the best time to talk to him was just before bed. So, um, and everybody will know their child they'll know the best time to talk to him. So for me, Alfie relaxes, chats about his day, and I'd noticed a couple of things. Um, so what I decided to do was say, actually, why don't we keep a little book of all the things that you've done that you've enjoyed, um, and then the things that perhaps would have been different, because I could tell that he didn't want to tell me. Mm. Um, so for me, whilst I was desperate to know what it was, as any parent would be, um, I've got to let Alfie tell me in his own good time. I can't force it out. Um, and he did start writing some notes down, and I had picked up on a couple of things about he didn't enjoy PE. Um, so we chatted about that, and that's when it came out. There'd been some instances happen. Um, and obviously, as soon as you hear that, straight away as a parent, I wanted to go in. You, you wanted know, to go in and charging. That's it, charging and you know, yank some people up by the collar and say, hey, what's going on here? Yeah. Yeah, but, but obviously, for me, knowing Alf, and certainly knowing something, again, I've had experiences in the past. 
And for me, it's about how I needed to help Alfie because obviously I was quite aware this would never go away. Mm. And it's just about how, how Alfie copes and turn, turn it around. Um, so we chatted about it. And when you say never go away, you mean like me- me- mentally, like you'll carry just a memory of that around? Is that what you mean? Or? Well, that, that memory would be there, but it's also about, uh, you know, Alfie and, and, and other children may have that happen again. And if they do have that happen again, it, it's to remember actually that's a different occurrence, a different thing. And knowing how to spot it, because also there's another thing where it's quite subtle. They might not spot it straight away and then start to see a pattern and think, oh, okay, here we go. Um, so, so it's just about knowing that if it happens again, because it, it could do, and actually yeah. in Alfie's case it did, it's about how he copes with it really. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. So, so, so it's just knowing that if it could happen again, just making sure he knows what he can do, how to cope, who to talk to. Okay, so you, you use a technique to get him to write some things down and have this sort of conversation at a space when he was at his most sort of relaxed. And then, so how did you then move that along to turn that into action as in to help him to kind of get through that yeah, aspect? So, yeah, so obviously we, we, we spoke, so that, that's where we then went out. We, um, Alfie Gen's very good when he likes to chat and walk. So we went on out on our own, as much as my, my youngest son wasn't very happy, but yeah. we went and had, had a chat, because obviously I need to talk to Alfie. Um, I just got him to just say, look, we're not going to do anything with this. Tell me what's going on, how you're feeling. Um, that took a couple of goes, to be honest. It, it did take a couple of goes. Um, I had to be very patient as well, because um, I did want to go in and sort it out. Um, and that's where he told me all the things that had happened. And so we agreed that actually I would go in the following day when he told me everything, We'll go and see um, the head of year together um, and chat about what's happened, um, just so that they know. Now, Alfie at first was quite uncomfortable because, again, doesn't like to cause a fuss. Um, but the bit for me was to try and reinforce. There's a couple of things that Alfie needs to be aware of. Is, is first of all, it isn't about him, which you yeah. see and cover a bit later if you want. But also, you know, this, these, you know, this child, or in this case, these children, have done something that actually is, is not right, and it's not fair. And, and I sort of for me, Alfie doesn't like to think other people get hurt, so I use that to chat, say, well, okay, if you can cope what about the next person that they do that to, Alfie, you know, you yeah. know if, they, if they do that to you that could happen to somebody else, and I think that then resonated with Alfie, he thought, actually, no I see what you mean, Mom, we need to go and tell somebody about it, um, and that's where we sort of agreed to go in and talk to his head of year uh, which obviously was a big thing for him, so complete praise afterwards because again it's just to reinforce yeah. it's a brave thing to act and talk about it yeah to bring yeah absolutely and i like the the fact as you said there that it's um one of the things is that, that helping them to see that it's not about them yeah yeah because that's i think that's hugely important isn't it because you is think important. well why is this happening to me and nobody else yeah um so it can quite feel like it must be something wrong with me uh, and then that has its own craziness there when you start to think, well, it's about me, but then to help them to see that it's not about them. So how did you help him see that it's not about him? Okay, so so I, I've had it happen to me a long time ago as well. So I sort of talked to him about a story that I had, uh, which I won't go into a lot of details. Mm. Again, it's probably more about the, the resilient piece we're talking about today. Um, but needless to say, when I was at school, I, I was bullied a little bit. Um, to one point, I think it was physical abuse, and I was quite poorly. Um, obviously, school dealt with it. 
Um, I didn't see that person again, but um, I started working somewhere when I was about 19 and bumped into this young lady, um, which obviously brought back a whole host of emotions. Um, obviously, was bigger, older, grown up. Yeah, yeah. Um, we had a chat about it. So I actually thought, you know, I'm going to be brave, have a chat to her. I wanted to know what it was, that why she'd done this. Um, and, and to be honest, it was quite interesting chatting to her as a grown-up. Um, and again, it took her a long time. Um, and it was all about her, actually. Yeah, she, you know, she told me about how insecure she was. She was going through a tough time at home. Right. Um, there was... Um, I was one of a big family. She was single, you know, single child. She said I was, you know, jealous of you and your big family, and you were doing lots of active things at school, and you know, you always looked really smart. And actually, I didn't like you because of that. Right. Um, so, so, and that's when I realised it. It wasn't about me because at the time I just never understood what had happened. It, it was about her and a little bit of validation. So again, and when you read stories on the internet or you know you hear about other people you will find that it is probably about them and validation um rather than about the individual to be honest so it is it is and alfie didn't know that so to explain that to him and he knew that it happened to me i think that helped him understand actually you're right okay so you know and it's understanding the broad context you know if 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 that's happening to you why is it happening and, and what is it about that individual that's making them feel that they need to reach out in that way? Right, excellent, cool. So what's the next thing that you did to, uh, to sort of help? Yeah, so, so obviously we, we sorted it out with the school. So, yeah. so again, what, what the big thing for me is the partnership bit. Right. Um, and, and the school's got zero tolerance to bullying, which a lot of schools say they have. Um, honestly, I think it depends which school. Um, again, Alfie's been to a couple of schools. I'd have to say... Uh, at this occasion, this school's done particularly well, and they, they really do have zero tolerance. So for me, is is you know sort of chatting through, you know, if you've got zero tolerance and these children are doing that, why well, you know, they they clearly don't have a lot of regard for the school as well as for children and parents to be doing this. Obviously, for us, it was about working through the consequence management. So I needed to understand, and Alfie did what they were going to do but also it's about protecting Alfie's identity because again that's a, a big thing about speaking out so it's about how the well, teachers that's a tough thing with yeah. kids as well isn't it because you don't want to be a I don't know if you guys use the same terminology in the UK you don't want to be a rat or tattletale that kind of thing you know you don't because yeah. I mean when you're young it's like the your whole sort of peer group is like everything for you isn't it and then you don't want to be seen as a person that's gone to the adults and squealed and all that sort of stuff. That no, that's it. It is, it is a big thing. Yeah. You're absolutely yeah. right, it is. Yeah, yeah. so that, I mean, that's, that makes it <laughs> doubly hard, you know I mean? That makes it even more intense because you're like, you have this going on, you don't want to you know, be a tattletale or whatever, and so you, I can get a sense of how much pressure could be building up on an individual yeah. if they find themselves in that, in that situation. And that's a big thing, knowing knowing that knowing that they've got support. So again, friends. So um, I've got a couple of friends. Um, so it was about chatting through with their, his friends. So they were there to support him as well at school. Because obviously, in the, you know, it's a well and good me charging in, but then I'm not there at school. Yeah. I, I won't be there. Um, so actually, his teachers and his friends need to be able to support as well as me at home or what happened, you know, parents at home. So I think. I think the thing for me was to make sure Alfie spoke to his friends about it, spoke to the teachers that knew, um, to obviously spike if anything happened again. But one thing that was great was the head of year had said to Alfie that any time anything happened, even if he didn't think it was bullying, if it was something that made him uncomfortable, come and chat to him or their pastor or care or even me at home, and we can help him decide 
whether that was a repeated thing and actually that wasn't right or whether that's just kids being kids. Because, again, you've got to make sure you get that balance. Yeah. I didn't want Alf to keep talking about stuff that he wasn't happy about, but actually it's kids being kids. Um, this is, you know, slightly different things. So there's, a, okay, yeah. so there's another element you just added there as well. So there's this judgment bit in there. So what is kids being kids? And when does kids being kids spill over into bullying um, and having to make that determination? Again, yeah. that's another pressure. Yeah, and, that, and that's where we, we try to help take the pressure off Alfie by saying, actually, we'll help you decide that. So you tell us the type of things that happened. You know, we won't act on it straight away if we, unless we think we need to. But actually, if it's a couple of little things and we think, oh, there's a little pattern here, Alfie, we will talk to you about it. And we've, we have done that. So it's happened a couple of times since. We can see there's a pattern. We'll go and see head of the year, chat it through with Alfie. So it actually becomes something that Alfie's in control of. And that's another thing is just making sure the, you know, the person, the child feels that they're still in control and they've not had it taken away yeah. is quite important. So we, I wanted to make sure Alfie knew he was still in control, as in if he put his foot down and said, actually, no, I don't want to. Okay, fair enough. Um, let's, let's, let's see him monitor it and see how he goes. If then something else happens or a little bit more serious, um, nine times out of ten, Alfie you know, has come and said, Mum, this has happened, or he speaks to his teacher and it's been dealt with. And actually, you can see the relief, the, you know, the couple of days after these things have happened, you can just see Alf is a different person. So yeah. you can see there's a reef. And I think he's seen the whole circle of that happen already. He now understands it's important to talk up. Um, and, there is, and there is a couple of things about that. So it's about giving him the praise of being brave, making sure he talks to his friends. So again, getting that support. But, but, so okay, yeah. communications, yeah. control, support. Absolutely. Yeah, okay, all right, good picture. So what's the, so the next stage in, in, in that? Yeah. So because it can wear out your self-esteem as well, can it? So how do you how did you help him to sort of rebuild his self-esteem in that regard? Or, yeah. or did he? No, and he did. And you're absolutely life. right. So, so just, just, just doing this as a repeat isn't going to change anything. Yeah. It just changes that situation at that time. So it's about building on that, making Alfie strong, feel positive. Um, and so there's a couple of things. So again, a lot of if you look at a lot of charities that obviously focus on bullying, and there are a few around, they'll talk about doing self-defence classes or doing something that makes that individual feel strong. And yeah. actually for me, that is something I, I think the first time it happened in primary school, I did suggest, would you like to go and do judo or something? Yeah. Um, and, it, and it was a no. Uh, whereas this time around... You know, you, can't, you can you, you know try again. It's a new it's a new situation. It's a bigger school. You know, Alfie, Mum quite liked to have a go at doing you know judo or something. Do you want to do it with me? Absolutely. And he's like, actually, Mum, yes, I would. So he's joined taekwondo and he's been doing that now for a little while since he's been in his uh, secondary school. And, and the difference it's made to his confidence. Um, and when we've chatted about it, he's confident now that if anything happens to him outside of school he can protect himself and he's morally doing it for defence things so for certainly for me wouldn't condone that thing at school for, for me yeah, yeah, yeah. you know the verbal resolution and going to chat to the people like teachers or head of year is still the right thing to do and Alfie knows that however he's suddenly all of a sudden got this inner strength that he knows he's starting to get to that point where he can look after himself and, and actually he loves it so making him feel good about himself is about sort of building that resilience, being stronger. I think that's, a, a, again, a, a real key, isn't it, in terms of the sort of self-confidence. And, you know, I did martial arts and wrestling and those sorts of things um, as a kid as well. But it, it's that sense that 
I don't know, you use the phrase, take care of yourself. She's, you have that inner strength. Mm-hmm. Um, and then because of that inner strength, what happens externally becomes less yeah. threatening. You feel like you can handle yourself if need be. As in, it isn't about going out and now being aggressive. It just, you now feel confident that you can deal with a situation. Um, and that inner strength, I think, is a, a key word again. Yeah, and yeah. that has to behave. And that, and that was it. Yeah. So, for, for, so for Alfie and other children, it has to be something that, that they have. Again, it's that control pace. Alfie, you know, enjoys that. And again, that's the other thing. If we've had episodes, which has happened, it's about how to reinforce the positives around it, actually, you know, reinforce it. Or we're going to do something that actually Alfie really likes, really enjoys. And almost it, it sort of takes him away from that situation. Because sometimes if he think, keeps thinking about what's happened... It magnifies, it gets bigger. Okay, yeah, yeah. Whereas actually, if we sort of stop it in its tracks, Alfie can think about some of the nice things we've done. We've gone somewhere, we've gone to do something. I might take him to a couple of extra lessons of Taekwondo because I know he enjoys that. And actually, then he feels he's turning that around. So, so it's, it's about making sure if it happens at that point, first of all, that Alfie's acted on it. But second of all, actually, let's put some positives around this. Look at all this good stuff you're doing, Alfie. Um, and that's a bit that helps with, the, again, continuing to build the sort of self-esteem aspect, isn't it? So yeah. self-industry, the positives, and um, focusing the mind in the, in the space. Again, I think time thinking about what you said earlier about that it's not about you in that sense. Um, but, un- but, but I guess it's the journey to how do I understand it? It's not about me, but by getting him to focus on his his positive qualities as opposed to... Yeah, making sure he realises yeah. how special he is and how many people love him and his friends. Yeah. If, if you do that in a subtle way, that will make you feel happy and it will make him feel stronger. So actually it gives him the strength um, and actually, take, like you say, it diminishes that, that situation that he's had, the yeah. challenging situation. Okay, so what was the next part of the journey? Um, so the next part of the journey, so certainly one of the things, again, which Alfie loves, Alfie loves to teach, show people. All right. Uh, so for me, the, the, the one thing that Alfie um, is quite keen to do is, is learn from it. And again, he's, he's, I think he's taken that from me because I always like to learn from things. Um, so that's what we sat, sat down and spoke about. It's like, actually, Alfie, look at this journey you've been on. What, you know, you've learned from it. How could you show other people? Right. You know? And one thing he's, he's done and he's done since he's been at this school He's decided to become a counsellor for school. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. So to help other yeah. kids that might be in a similar situation to himself. Yeah, and, and actually it's, it's gone a little bit wider than that now. So obviously he, he um, put himself forward for counsellor um, and, he, and he's been selected. I think there's a couple of them this year, which is, is over the moon again, a huge boost for his, uh, you know, for his emotional self and certainly his confidence. But it's, it's wider than that, so it's not just about children that might need help in that aspect but it's also people that have got like le- learning needs okay gotcha. um that might need help and again he's got a, a younger brother that has special needs or learning needs so he's, he's used to that and he how he works with charlie he does that at school so he, he can help um some of those children as well so actually for me, me that's that that's helped healthy and i can see he loves it as well right so if we're thinking about some of the parallels so, I mean, there'll be people that are listening that have kids at school, so recognize. Now, how do I know from an adult point of view in the work sort of place that if I'm in that situation, how, 
have you come across that like adult yeah bullying? yeah yeah and, and actually you know in an old role um i did have a manager that, that that did that little bit and obviously for me um i probably didn't realize at the time until a colleague said you know you do realize he's not being very nice to you and you shouldn't be putting up with it um it only came when that happened so um, but again, for me, it's, it's about knowing that you've got support. You don't have to do this stuff on your own. So even as an adult, um, you don't have to do it on your own. You, you've got you've got friends. You've got and again, um, a lot of workplaces will have um, places that can talk to other people. Confi- you know, being confidence. Mm. It's it's about because the pressure yeah. doesn't go away, does it? Because I'm no. even as an adult. Again, you're thinking about a job. I need this job. Um, again, I might be in a a rat, a tattletale, or am I, um, is it me? Is it something that I'm doing? Because, you know, maybe I don't see, you know, this person treating other people the same way, so it's something about me. So, you know, you still go undergo those same yeah. um, thought process there. And then that you got the added bit, well, I need the job, I can't. So I'll just, you know, Ben and Greg type of, of yeah. thing. And it's difficult if it's your manager as well. So again, you know, it can happen. But it can happen in workplace. It could happen in social circles, um, even when you're when, when you're an adult as well. Uh, and certainly for me, it happened when I was an adult in the workplace. Um, or when I was aware, I, I'm probably a little bit cross about myself and not picking it up myself, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, really pleased that somebody actually said, you know, Vic, do you realise they're not being very nice and other people can see them doing this to you? Um, it's it's about then going to get the help that you need but again for me like you say absolutely right you know how do i do this he's my boss yeah. um it is a tough one there's the boss there's my yeah. job so so yeah. actually I, i'm a, in that case and that's where i went to go and speak to hr and said look this is my situation but i don't want to cause a lot of problems um what, what can we do um actually they came up with a great solution that that they you know um that the friend that had obviously mentioned it to me said well why don't you doesn't your friend come forward and do it that way because I didn't work for that particular boss and did it yeah. that way. Well, actually, there are way there are ways to do it, and, and sometimes you do have to be a little bit brave and know that you know. And again, they're always a little bit awkward after. So even with Alfie, you know, with, with the situation after, it might a little be a bit pressured or awkward. And certainly with my manager, it was quite awkward. Mm. But afterwards, the relief I felt by knowing that that person was aware, I knew that it wasn't right what they were doing. Um, it did change things. Uh, mm. And actually, when I look back now. I'm so pleased that we did do something about it. Yeah. So talk to me about resilience. So if we kind of start to codify this for folks, when you think about, you know, you go through this process, so what is, what is, it, what is resilience and how are we building this resilience? Mm, but you go on the internet, resilience, yeah. there's so many different yeah, things loads. that <laughs> people say. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, so I think resilience, uh, certainly, certainly for me, and, and certainly one of the things that I'd spotted on the internet was looking at a couple of the charities, uh, was about uh, when things go wrong, about what you do to help you cope um, at that time, challenging time, but also um, usually those type of things then make you, make you stronger or make you feel stronger. Mm-hmm. So when these things happen again, actually, it isn't, doesn't seem to be so difficult the next time around if you have that type of challenge. Yeah. To, to do that so it's about build, building on your strength um, and again be, and also a little bit about being prepared um, so, so it is about thinking actually if that happens again what would I do what would be my steps if yeah, I find myself in that, that sort of place again yeah. so um, I said because I came across um, some, if I can find it I had 
some note somewhere on resilience that I thought was interesting. It was just again, it was just the, it was just the idea of um, the confidence piece and the things that build the sort of self confidence. You mentioned control, and you know, understanding the things that are within your sort of sphere sphere of control that you have aspects on. Um, there was this idea about almost the, what you mentioned there, the sort of compassion aspect towards others, mm. again, helping to, again, boost your sort of self-esteem um, in that, that sort of space. And so, I, yeah, yeah, that was good. What else did you have? Uh, so, yeah, so, so I think uh, with, with this, with resilience as well, it is about knowing. I think it's about being self-aware as well. Yeah. Um, so, so knowing where you are so when it happens when and how, how you and again this is the resilient piece is how you felt the last time mm. is not to not to think that, that way, you won't feel like that again if it happens again but it's actually how you think okay I'm going to feel like that what kind of things make me feel better right gotcha so what, having some strategies yeah. to bring yourself out of that's the it, yeah. out and, of the down yeah, sp- yeah spot. absolutely yeah. and certainly for children it, it's a it's a slight, slightly slow process and they probably need a lot more support so they were, you know, as, a, as an adult, you probably could flick into, actually, I did that last time, this made me feel so much better. Mm. Um, you know, maybe children or other adults might not be able to do that uh, as well. So it's about helping them do that. Um, helping them realise, actually, it's fine to feel that way. Yeah. Um, it, it can be, like you say, you know, with bullying and suddenly how you feel, you could be emotionally drained. You could be very sad and keep going into, you know, parts of your times when you're sad, when you're on your own. Um, and actually, that's a big thing. So when you're on your own, do you know what? If that's when you feel sad, try not to be on your own as much for that yeah. period of time. So it's, it's about putting steps in place to, to quickly turn that around and not dwell on how you're feeling. Because obviously, the more you dwell on it, the bigger the picture gets. Uh, the more you focus on the positive, the smaller that gets and the bigger yeah. the nice thing gets. So. Now, you mentioned um, we were um, having a sort of pre-chat before the show. I think it even might have been on the message messenger bit um, in relationship that you like to take, turn these things into lessons learned and learn some stuff else. So tell me about that. What's that characteristic in you that says, here's a, here's a piece of adversity that's happened. How do I turn that around and make it into a lesson that I can learn and maybe teach others? Um. So what drives that? Well, I think that's different for different people. And again, the, the, well, I'm interested yeah, in, in so you, for you, me, yeah. yeah. yeah for, you. Uh, for, for me, I suppose I've, uh, well, I'm one of five. Um, I'm the only girl. So again, I've always had to sort of like, like cheaper by the dozen sort of scenario. I've uh, had to be one of the gang. Um, and, and, you know, sometimes times were quite challenging when we were a bit younger. And obviously, I'd had a few issues. Um, but, but generally, on the whole, is, is the support thing for me always worked. And we were always a very positive family. Yeah. Um, so if I ever felt sad, the first one thing I wanted to do was get back to being positive because that bit felt nice. How do, how do you get yourself back to feeling positive? What do you do with this, um, what's the technique that you, me, that you do? You know, I've got, well, I've, I've got a technique I developed some, um, probably back in my 20s. And it has worked time and time again, All which right. is something I've shown Alfie what to do, and he does like it. He thinks it's a visualisation. So think of something that's so obviously if there's something that's challenging you, you go and grab it. And so visualise yourself grabbing it. Yeah, go grab it. Yeah. And then I've got, I've got a big chest box. It's a chest with some padlocks on. And only I can open it and only I can close it. 
is mine. Is this in your in your mind again? In my mind. Okay, yeah. right, gotcha. So I go, yes. I go grab it, I take it, and I visualise taking it over, putting it in the box, shutting the box, and putting the padlocks on. Now, sometimes that padlock, sometimes are a bit loose or it rattles, so I'll stick a few more padlocks. So it's visualising, locking that down and putting it away. Now, sometimes that could be, I will open the box and deal with it, maybe a week, two weeks later, a few hours later. But actually, by the time I've opened that box, that thing has got so quiet and so small, it's not such a big thing anymore. Okay. So, so I kind of visualise doing stuff like that, or I visualise it being in the box and think, okay, that's now in the box. I walk away, let's go do something nice. So that's kind of how I manage okay. those things. I like and it, I've yeah. shown Alfie how to do that, which he likes because it's visual. Yeah, I like it. So, yeah. and I'm, I mean, the listeners obviously can't see you, but I can see you. But there's quite a physical visualization <laughs> as well. You, you're actually reaching for the box. Yeah, it's my <laughs> you box. Put it in and you brought it in <laughs> and you put the locks on it. Uh, so that's, that's uh, yeah, pretty interesting. Yeah. yeah. No, cool. Okay, so good. That's a, a nice, I think that's a nice sort of technique. So what sort of, um, what would you, how would you summarize this and what would you leave listeners with in terms of your words of wisdom? My words of wisdom? Yeah. Uh, I, th- I think, I know one thing it probably would be worth um, talking about is just making sure that if things like this type, if things like this happen to you or you can see that happen to other people, is about um, getting to them or thinking about it straight away, going to chat to somebody, being brave, big step and, and again don't don't think this is not a big thing it is a big thing about having to do that because of people always worry about the consequences before it happens and nine times out of ten it's not as bad as what people think right um and it's about also sort of sharing that because you'll be surprised how many of the people have had something happen to them um and again like there's a lot of celebrities so if you if you you know if, and i did that with Alf. you go on go online look at celebrities how many celebrities have had um, aspects of, of their childhood or growing up where they've been bullied or teased um, and but they, they've turned it around into a positive so actually that was great for me to show Alfie that thing so another takeaway is, is look around there will be other people that got some amazing examples of how they've dealt with it um, and that can be how you can think about it for yourself or, right. or, your, or your children um, to think actually rather than me having to sort of mummy's telling me or daddy's telling me this actually look at this person saying like Justin Timberlake there's, there's, there's lots of lots of other you know celebrities that have had um, these things happen and we you know we, we looked at a couple that Alfie really loves a couple of celebrities and we, we had a look at their story okay, and about how they turned it around so actually yeah. I depersonalised it um, Alfie looks up to them it's a great role model yeah. and again it's just doing that role model thing sharing it um, and the things we spoke about, so support, making sure the support, and quickly getting to some positives. So, so again, you know, the child or you can think about something positive and just diminish that bad feeling, the sad feeling, diminish it, and make sure people are around to help and support you. Go and get that help and support and chat about it. Awesome. Very good. I like the box. I'm going to go find me a box and put some stuff in that box myself. Okay, great. So what kind of stuff are you up to? Me. Uh, yeah, this uh, this summer. You got any big plans for the summer holidays, or are you doing any big challenges? 
Uh, I've got a couple of little muddy runs planned. Okay, I've seen, uh, uh, yeah. we've got a photo of you doing one of your muddy <laughs> runs. Yeah. yeah, so as I say, I clearly like to get get muddy. So yes, I've got a couple of little muddy runs for charities. That's quite nice. Awesome. Um, Which one do you have and when is it? Okay. It's a race for life on the 6th of July. So it's okay. a called Pretty Muddy, Cofton Park. Do so. you have one of these Just Give pages that uh, people yes, can Yes, I do. So All again, right. I so can... So give, give me the link. I'll give you the link. I'll add the link to the uh, show notes. Thank you. No, we'll yeah. do. Yeah, and so, so again, it, and it's, it's 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 a good day out, good fun. Um, obviously, it's quite close to my heart because my, my dad's um, still still working through. Um, he said he had cancer a couple of years ago, but obviously, um, still gets treated from time to time. So, and there's lots of friends and family that obviously have these challenges as well. So, it's for a good cause. So it always makes me feel right. quite Thank heartwarming you. and emotional day. Right. Um, I've got a holiday with the boys coming up in August, so we get decided uh, we pick on the map different places to go. This oh, time nice. it's uh, Lake Garda, do some sightseeing. Oh, I'll swim nice. in the lake. Ah, <laughs> very good. <laughs> and swim in the lake, I yes. like it. All right, well, thanks a lot for coming on to the show to chat us Thank through you. Um, this very real situation that's going on with you and in your life. Um, and I hope people have taken some things away from this to that they can go one institute for themselves or help other people through this sort of process or help themselves through it. And I guess it's that idea of being, uh, you know, vigilant to this kind of stuff because it's, you know, it's like you said, there's some, if you think that you have to deal with it by yourself, that's when it yeah. becomes kind of overwhelming, isn't it? As in all the different various pressures from the various different angles, um, yeah, can be overwhelming for trying to do yeah, it by yourself. sharing because you'd be surprised how many people might be able to help you because yeah. they've been through something similar. Awesome. Okay. Thanks a lot. Thank you for having me.